Hello America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. Thank you for returning. Thank you for coming back. I actually just got home from a dentist appointment. A dentist appointment that I was really looking forward to because for the last few days... I've had a headache, and I'm not a guy that gets headaches, and I'm not trying to sound tough and shit, but like I really don't, you know what I mean? And I haven't had a drink in over seven months, so I haven't had a hangover headache either, you know what I mean? Like my head has just been fucking pounding. Like I'm talking about, like it feels like there's, to quote Tom Cruise in Vanilla Sky, I'm not gonna ever take credit for something I didn't say. He said, "Yo, I feel like there's just these steel blades." slicing through every single thought I have. That's how my brain felt. My head felt... I, I, I thought about that line in that movie, that very obscure reference that if you haven't seen that movie that came out in 2012, maybe you should go back and take a look at it. It was good. You know? Um, but yeah, so I was having these headaches. I was having all these issues. Uh, come to find out, I go to the mouth doctor and the mouth doctor did an x-ray on my mouth and told me that your tooth is fractured. They say your shit, one of your teeth in the back are fractured and the nerve is exposed and the reason you can't sleep is because your shit is all fucked up. That's exactly what the doctor said. I'm telling you right now, trust me, great doctor. Doctor told me my shit was fucked up and I said, all right, cool, so what are we going to do? The doctor said what well, you think he said. The doctor said you're going to get a root canal and I really sat there and I thought, this is the part of my life where I get a root canal, right? And when you were a kid and you would hear adults talk about things that happened to them, you know, people get married, people get divorced, people have to bury their friends or they die early, people buy a house, um, people buy a car, people get into a car accident, people have children, people get a root canal. This is one of those things. You, At some point or other, you're going to get have to get a fucking root canal. You know, and the way they were talking, it was like, you know, we're going to have to maybe take the whole tooth. And I was like, well, take the fucking tooth. I don't care about the tooth. I can't even see the thing. All I know is it's bothering me, you know. And then so they started saying, you know, but then we put a thing there and it's like uh, it's like the tooth. It's like the tooth was never gone. Right. Like they, we have technology that makes it so like you don't have to walk around looking like a fucking homeless crackhead around Madison Square Garden. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to look like the people from that side of the family that you don't always invite to the events. You know what I'm saying? So that smell like fucking old English. That smell like Coke 45. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have to. You don't have to worry about looking like you hang out at a fucking off track betting station in Parkchester in the Bronx and stand in front of a TV all day betting on horses with three teeth in your fucking mouth. You don't have to worry about looking like a meth head. Is what I'm saying. Right. So, but I did ask, I said, Hey, um, out of curiosity, doc, what would happen if I just ignored this issue altogether? Like what would happen if they, they took the tooth out and I just walked around that tooth? He said, well, basically your teeth would shift kind of into the place of where the missing tooth would be. And your bottom tooth would get long, so you would get like this long fucking like vampire tooth, just this one vampire tooth in the back of your mouth that nobody could really see, but it probably would be an inconvenience for you because it's your body trying to recover from, uh, you know, 
it's trying to replace what's missing somehow. Like the human body is such an amazing machine that it's like, you know, if something's wrong, you know, you get you 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 sneeze because you need to sneeze, you fart because you need to fart, you cough because you need to cough, and you grow a vampire tooth if you fucking neglect to put a crown in your mouth that replaces the tooth. So you get this decoy tooth that nobody recognizes until you go to parties and you go, actually, this one is not even real. I wasn't born with this one, but it's mine, though. You know what I mean? And then you wink at them, and then you walk away, and that's it. You slip into the crowd, but you got this fucking decoy tooth. It's a real icebreaker, trust me. I don't know yet. I haven't got mine yet. I'm about to get a fake tooth. It's going to be in the back of my mouth. But is it fake? Because you can touch it, right? It's it's It has mass and takes up space. So it ha- it's matter. You don't matter. In fact, in about 30 seconds, you're not even going to be matter. One of my favorite lines from another great movie, Men in Black. That movie was full of great lines, though. Um, but yeah, so I was just in there and... Typically, I'm 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 really afraid to go to the fucking. I mean, why? You know, as you get older and shit, you know, when you're a kid, your your parents, if they were decent people, might have taken you to get checkups on a regular basis. Might have taken you to get dental and medical. The thing that blows my mind is, you show up, they ask if you have insurance, you don't because you probably don't, and if you do. You might just only have medical insurance like myself. I have insurance. I'm not going to say I'm not bragging, you know, because it's not great, but it is insurance, right? So I do have insurance. However, I do not have dental insurance. So at some point in time, the people who were making the rules about insurance uh, said, okay, so you have medical insurance that takes care of your health and your body, but the mouth is not part of your body, right? So this is going to be a separate piece of insurance right this doesn't all cover everything right just like eyesight right so you could lose all your teeth and go blind but you could get your fucking balls checked to see if you got like an extra fucking lump down there or something or you can get a you can you know somebody sticks a finger up your ass and tells you if you have prostate cancer or if you're cool you know not to say that people with prostate cancer aren't cool because i'm sure that there are cool people that you get it I'm not going to I'm not going to get into it. My very uh formerly homophobic father recently told me a real short story about how a doctor stuck a finger up his ass and out of necessity. And it was just funny to hear him say it. That's it. That's all. That's where that stays. Um So, it was an interesting day to say the least. When you walk around in pain and you have to force yourself to smile in front of people, and force yourself to just carry on like fucking everything's okay that shit's hard and there's people walking around in pain it really got me thinking like damn like the amount of people that may not know what's going on in their mouths that are neglecting their oral health like it must be high because they were telling me some fucking horror stories in there man but it's just like everything in the mouth is so sensitive too right it's almost like a little more spooky to to even when you get an x-ray and you got to like bite down on the shit so they could do the take the images of the inside of your mouth it's like it doesn't feel comfortable having shit press up against the roof of your mouth it doesn't feel good at all you know i don't know just mouth stuff freaks me out everybody's got things you know some people are afraid to get their fingers chopped off 
You know what I mean? Some people, you wave a knife around in front of them and they freak out. You're standing in the kitchen, you're over a cutting board, you're dicing up fruits and shit, and they freak out. And I get it. You know, I saw a girl's finger get, almost lose a finger sticking her hand, cleaning out a, uh, cleaning one of them Nutra, those juice, those blenders. What's that shit called? The, uh, bullet, Nutra bullet, cleaning out a Nutra bullet. She was cleaning the bullet and, uh, the shit started, and fucking, she almost lost a finger. So I get it. You know what I mean? That type of shit is, uh, that type of shit is traumatic. You know what I mean? You say once bitten and twice shy, right? I don't know the actual saying. I've been hearing it a lot. I feel like right now is a is a perfect time for me to actually discover how the saying goes. Once bitten, twice shy meaning. Okay, so used to mean that a person who has failed or been hurt when trying to do something is careful or fearful about doing it again. Yeah, that's what I thought it meant, right? That's, that's one of those sayings that makes sense. You know, not like a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Like, who the fuck made that up? What does that mean? I'm not going to look that one up because I'm going to I want to continue to believe that that shit is stupid in my mind. You ever get mad when somebody makes sense of something for you that you just wanted to hate? You wanted to just write it off as stupid. You wanted to not give a shit about it. And somebody comes up and goes, hey, well, actually, and then they explain the shit to you. And now you got to fucking respect it. I hate that. I hate when that shit happens. So nobody ever explained to me uh, bird in the hand is worth two in the bush because I want to continue to believe that it is stupid. Nobody really talks like that. You know what I mean? It's so funny because when, you know, growing up watching TV and watching all these sitcoms and all these family shows and just seeing the dynamics of uh, the, the systems of like the just the groups that people put themselves into, like we categorize ourselves in. I think about this a lot. I've been finding myself thinking about this a lot lately. Like, for example, you guys are like, what the fuck is he talking about? It's very vague. He's always so vague. What's he talking about? Um, I'm really specifically thinking about like there were the nerds, there were the jocks, there were the fucking people who uh we're kind of the outcasts. Are they nerds? No, because the nerds were like on the math team and shit, which when I was in school, there was no math team that I knew of. But always on TV, I saw these math teams. Um, and I, and apparently that's a thing, right? In TV land. But in real life, when I went to school, I didn't. we didn't have a math team. We had a chess team. The chess team was dope. I wasn't on it because I wasn't good enough to be on it, but I liked it. I thought that people on the chess team were cool. But we put ourselves in these groups. And then it's so funny because we get a little bit older and we start trying so fucking hard to not be put in these categories, right? We start we start trying to divert from the group that we had been in maybe our whole lives for whatever reason, right? People are always feeling like, oh, I've been doing this, now I got to do this. It's like it's like a girl who's always like, oh, I got fucking, I'm tired of my hair looking like this. Let me do bangs now. And now she got bangs and she hates her fucking bangs and she goes and tells everybody, never do bangs, I was there before. I was there. I did bangs. It was a mistake. And it's like, you know, people do all this shit. And it's all just these cyclical things that we watch ourselves. We watch each other do. We start trying so hard to be different that we just put ourselves in another group of people who are trying to be the same type of different that you're trying to be. And it's fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think uh, it's just in our nature to always just trying to reinvent ourselves, right? 
Like we're just trying to figure out where we're the happiest. Because at the end of the day, you if you just go through life daily, monotonous, you know, kind of just you wake up, hopefully you brush your teeth so you don't have to fucking go somewhere and the doctor goes, You have periodontitis and now you're gonna have you're gonna fucking your gums are going to recede so bad that all your teeth are going to become soft like fucking Play-Doh when you first buy it. And you can't bite into anything. It's a real thing. Um, so you wake up. You brush your teeth. You wash your ass. And you do what you got to do. And you walk out the door. You go to work. And you, and you come home and you do that every single day for 365 fucking days a year. And then eventually you lose your mind. Right? <clears throat> you start. You have kids and shit. But you, you, you know, and you become, and you work at this job and you just get so into your routine that you can let time go by. You could gain fucking 50 pounds. You could lose all your hair. You stop fucking your partner and you just end up becoming unhappy with uh, the bed that you made, frankly. I mean, like we all make our own fucking bed, right? If you're not paying attention to what's going on. Things will get away from you. That's just how it works, right? You have to be present as much as you can. So yeah, I get it. I get people going, I'm too scared to get into this situation where I let everything go. So let me try to keep it fresh around here, right? Let me pick up a new hobby. Let me uh, let me try to grow a fucking handlebar mustache, right? Let me try to, let me join a book club so we can talk about a book, because everything is on Netflix, right? Why do I have to watch Netflix all the time when I could start reading books? And then you open a book and you fucking realize you don't know how to read. And then that's a whole nother thing. But now you're in a group of a different group of people. You're in a group of people who are illiterate, don't know how to read. And you can make friends there. You know, life is really what you make it. The glass is half full if you want it to be. Or it's half empty and you can be a little bitch about it. You know, speaking of being a little bitch, so I quit my job uh, last week. Quit my fucking job. It was dope. I feel like when you tell people that you quit your job, especially like if you get on stage and do stand up and you go, so I quit my job the other day and everybody starts fucking cheering for you. You know, it's a lot different than saying, so I was fired from my job. And then you got to look at the person to see if they're happy that they were fired. You know, when somebody quits their job, they're they're usually pretty fucking stoked about it. Unless they were forced to quit, forced quit. Um, but yeah, you know, I quit my job and... It, 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 I got to thinking, um, I made some relationships with some very cool people, very interesting people, and I think a part of my journey of meeting the people where I was working, I was working at a gym, uh, part of that, this was part of my journey that needed to happen, right? Like, I felt like I needed to learn everything I learned and be, uh, um, you know, rubbing elbows with the kind of talented people that I was rubbing elbows with in order for me to grow. That being said, you, you stay somewhere and, you know, life takes you in other directions and hopping on those opportunities. It could be terrifying, but it's also going to be so rewarding when you get there, whether you fail or whether you do fucking fantastic. It's still at some point in time, there's still a lesson and you got to take it like that. So, yeah, I quit my fucking job, you know, and I've been walking around telling motherfuckers how it is on some yo my next fucking week is my last day is next week. So. I don't got to give a fuck about none of this shit, right? Nah, that's a poor attitude. I haven't, I haven't been doing that. 
But, you know, I mean, don't you think about, you fantasize about quitting your job, especially when work gets bullshit, right? Because work always gets bullshit. You work for somebody. You work in corporate America. Corporate America sucks. Corporate America doesn't give a fuck about you. Corporate America likes you when you're doing something for them. You can suck corporate America's dick if you're not doing well. Because what's in it for them? Nothing. They don't give a fuck about you. So, uh, but if you like corporate America, you know, disregard all the other shit that I just said. But yeah, no, um, so I'm leaving my corporate job and I'm going to go do something different. Which at some point in time I will disclose. Just not right now. You ever go to another country and you ask for a seltzer and they they say like, oh, you want like a water with gas in it? And the first time you hear that, you're like, you're dumb like me and you think that they're like, are they going to put like Castro GTX in my fucking, I didn't really think that, but you know, it's worth a shot. Yeah. So shout out to just people taking initiative and moving forward with their lives because it's difficult. It's difficult to do it, to to fucking jump into the abyss without uh, thinking of all the ways it could go wrong. And if you want to know the way that any big decision you make can go wrong, all you have to do is simply talk to one of your friends who, no offense, is probably just living a stagnant ass life and they're not really much of a risk taker but you love them anyway talk to one of them about a big move you're about to make they'll tell you all of the ways that it can go wrong they will guarantee it you know shout out shout out to all my people out there who are fucking doing what they got to do and taking care of theirs and jumping on opportunities that's all i'm gonna say right and a piece of advice you know you guys are out there meeting people again new york city is open um, still got to wear a mask in some places. Don't have to do it in other places. Shout out to people who are not letting people wear fucking dental dams on their face all day. You know what a dental dam is. Look it up if you don't. I'll tell you what it is because I like to be educational on this show. A dental dam. All right. You ever you ever open up a, a glasses case and you see that little cloth that's in there that you clean the glasses with? It's like that. You put it over the woman's vagina before you perform cunnilingus on them so it protects you and her from getting mouth chlamydia. Yeah. Um, And on that note, shout out to my people out there who are meeting people in bars since New York City is open again. Hot Girl Summer is back on. I don't know shit about Hot Girl Summer. But I tell you what, somebody asked me the other day. They said, how do you... How you feel with Hot Girl Summer going on? I said, I keep to myself. I got a beautiful wife at home. Shout out to my wife. But uh, yeah, these motherfuckers are out here not using dental dams. And I'm going to tell you what, because a dental dam is a form of protection. They would like give you those with a female condom, which is basically like saran wrap that you put on your vagina and the dude puts his dick in there, but it's not really going in. You know what I mean? You know, Uh, we'll talk about the birds and the bees next time because I'm running out of time. But, you know, you get home, you guys meet at a bar, you could bring somebody home. He's vaxxed, you're vaxxed or whatever the case may be. You walk in and I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to give you two tips, young men. Two tips. This is for my young boys out there, my fellas. If you go in this girl's house and she got a fucking dream catcher on the wall, you're definitely going to pipe. And I'm going to tell you right now, girls are dream catchers, fuck. Right? 
And if she got a dream catcher and a tapestry on the wall, she's letting you go raw dog. Guys, take care of yourselves. Shout out to all my people out there going raw dog. <laughs> I'm pointing and shit like there are people in this room with me. Um, take care of your families. Take care of your loved ones. Take care of your mental health because it's fucking the most important thing you, you got. That's the shit that's going to propel you forward every single day. And stay tuned because we got some fun, dope shit happening right here on Corey Has a Podcast. Share me with your friends. Like the show. Subscribe it. Leave a comment on fucking iTunes. Do all that shit. And uh, continue to listen. And hit me up if you got any questions. You want to holler at your boy. Corey Has a Podcast at gmail.com. Stay tuned. Take care of yourselves. We out.